Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FPL Harry from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. You're listening to my weekly podcast on the hot topic of the week. If you'd like to check out the video, I post it every Thursday over on YouTube. Just search Fantasy Football Scout on YouTube. Thanks for listening. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another video here on fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. International break is over. Game week nine is over as well. Time to have a look at my weekly video going into game week 10. And today it is a wildcard draft, our weekly wildcard series where we're having a look at a wildcard team for the upcoming week to hopefully help out anyone who is playing their wildcard this week or also help out anyone just looking for players to target and looking for potential transfers in their own team. Here is the team that I'd be looking to build towards if I was wildcarding this week. Let's dive straight into it. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout and like the video. But we start in goal and we have gone with Gaeta of Crystal Palace and then Ward of Leicester as well. Whether you go Ward or Iverson, again, it's a pretty 50-50 call. I'm recording before the Nottingham Forest versus Leicester game. We are expecting Ward to probably keep his place. But if we do see Iverson start, you could, of course, make the switch there. Then we have gone with Gaeta. Gaeta versus Pope is quite close. However, the money saving is what is needed here. 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 less than Nick Pope now with the recent price rises for the Newcastle goalkeeper. Means that I think Gaeta and Crystal Palace could be the route to go down. From game week 10 to game week 16, they are top of the defensive fixture ticket over on the Fantasy Football Scout members area as well. So go and check that out if you want confirmation. But yeah, the defensive fixtures for Crystal Palace are really nice. They conceded twice to Chelsea in game week 9. One was an absolute screamer and one was an incredible finish from Aubameyang. And they have looked good so far this season when playing teams outside of the top six. Only conceded twice from three games in those matches. So when you look at their stats for XG, expected goals conceded, etc. Everything like that. They are not necessarily at the top because they have played the likes of Manchester City, Liverpool, Arsenal and Chelsea. But overall, they have been solid in matches that you would expect them to be. Then moving into defence, we do actually double up on the Crystal Palace defence with Gehi in there as well, just because 4.3 is a really nice price for him and they have a good run of fixtures. The key thing for me here is that game week 12 fixture where Crystal Palace have Wolves at home. The rest of your players you can play most of the other weeks and Gehi can just come in for that one. He can sit on your bench every week, but yeah, you do need to have a look at that game week 12 fixture when there is no Manchester City or Arsenal match when you are picking the players that are likely to sit on your bench each and every game week. Then the rest of the fence is 
probably more as you would expect. We still got Cancelo in here. Now, they did concede three to Manchester United. He is pretty hit and miss in terms of returns, but we know he's the most nailed of those Manchester City defenders. The centre-back options at the moment feel like an absolute minefield, especially with Laporte coming back. Carl Walker did pick up another injury going into that fixture as well, so we don't know how long he's going to be out for. So Cancelo, although I don't necessarily think he's worth the price he is at, I think he's the most nailed and the only one who's going to start pretty much every single Premier League game. So for that solidity... He is still in there. Then we've got Reese James. Again, I've spoken about Reese James quite a lot. The fact that he's playing sort of right wing in that new Chelsea system, their fixtures from game week 10 onwards are really nice and I expect him to do really, really well. If you are looking for a defender to buy at the moment, if you have Trent, for example, Reese James would be my number one priority to go and buy. Defensively, maybe not that solid, but the combination of attacking threat and defensive solidity means I think Reese James has got good points on the horizon. Then, although we don't have Nick Pope in this draft, we have got a Newcastle defender in Kieran Trippier. Lucky to get that clean sheet in game week nine because he was subbed off before the Fulham goal, but we know what he's capable of. Those clean sheets are going to come. The fixtures are pretty mixed, but he has the attacking threat that he can offer on top. Plus, he is very good for bonus points, as we have already seen so far this season. So, don't necessarily want to double up on the Newcastle defence, hence no Pope in here, but I would definitely prefer Trippier over Pope, which is why I've gone with the combinations I have. Now, the final defender we've got is Perisic. With Emerson being suspended now, Perisic looks like he's going to start the next few games, including that Everton at home game in game week 11, where I think Perisic could do really, really well. Outside of this fixture, the matches are a little bit mixed for Tottenham, but we know Perisic can do well against anyone, him being on set pieces as well. And the squad depth that this team has means you don't have to play him every week. If you are short of money, Perisic out is probably the number one place I would go. You could downgrade him as far as Neko Williams, because we do have enough other players in the squad to play but with the money that I had left when building the squad my team value is quite high I decided to take a punt on Perisic moving into the midfield now a bit different we have no premium midfielder in here so I've decided to go against having Kevin De Bruyne in this wild card although Kevin De Bruyne has looked fantastic getting four assists in the past two games I think Phil Foden has the ability to match him in terms of points. Maybe not quite, but value, I think Foden is a better option. And we'll look where else I've decided to invest that money. The upcoming Manchester City fixtures are really good, despite having that blank game week in game week 12. Having a triple up on Manchester City is almost essential. And of course, we've got Erling Haaland as one of the three forwards in this team as well. So saving about 4 million on Foden over Haaland, I do think is worthwhile. And I do think it's something you should consider if you're playing a wild card to go with a cheap option. You might not play every week but I think he's pretty nailed the form that he's showing then we do still keep Martinelli in here again the value a lot of us have tied up in Martinelli is why he's in here the next couple of fixtures are maybe a little bit more difficult particularly Liverpool this week then they play Leeds followed by a blank game week but from game week 13 onwards the Arsenal fixtures return to being really good and you'll probably want one of them back in your FPL draft if you don't have one already if you don't have value tied up in Martinelli then maybe you want to take a punt elsewhere over the next three games but there isn't really anyone that I would really run to potentially Jared Bowen he is more more expensive though you could go back to Rodrigo of Leeds as a potential punt but actually looking at the fixtures that they do have I think I would just stick with Martinelli then the other two starting midfielders that we've got is James Madison and Wilfred Zaha. Zaha didn't get anything in game week 10. Again, a difficult fixture for him against Chelsea. However, we've seen constantly how good Zaha is. He's been very good so far this season, even with difficult fixtures. And we know starting in game week 10, that Crystal Palace fixture run is really nice. We saw it with Gaeta, with Gehi as well. And we have got a Crystal Palace triple up here in Zaha. Of course, Gehi won't play most weeks apart from game week 12 against Wolves. But yeah, I really like the value that Zaha offers 
offers even at 7.3 million after a recent price rise. If you don't have him, he's probably the number one midfielder I'd be looking to buy into my team. And then the final starter we have is James Madison. Again, I'm recording before the Leicester Nottingham Forest game. I have Madison in my team, so I am hoping he gets something in there. But even if he doesn't, I still think he's so focal and still the main point in that Leicester attack. The forwards are rotating. Barnes is in and out in form. Madison seems a mainstay. Whether Brendan Rodgers stays or whether he goes, I still think at the price he's at, I would be wanting to get Madison in for the next four games at a minimum. Even after that, you can hold him, but it's particularly the next four or so games that I'd be wanting to have Madison in at his price. And then finally, we've got Pereira. He'll be the one who sits on the bench. Leon Bailey, Aston Villa has started the past two. So if you do want to take a bit of a gamble on Bailey over Pereira, then be my guest. But I'm just still not sure whether Bailey's going to play every game. He gets taken off around 60 minutes all the time anyway. So I've just gone with the solidity of start in Pereira. And then up front. Now, this is where things have changed a little bit. Of course, Haaland is in there. Three hat-tricks in his past three home games. Even with a blank, no one's getting rid of Haaland. Make sure Haaland is in your wildcard team as well. We have then gone with Harry Kane. So I've gone with Harry Kane and Foden over De Bruyne and a lower, cheaper midfielder. Just because I think Foden can match De Bruyne and I like the form that Harry Kane is showing. The Tottenham upcoming fixtures are nice. Plus, you have that home fixture against Everton in game week 11 where we could really consider going against Haaland who plays Liverpool and captaining Harry Kane as well. Even if you don't want to captain Kane that week, I still think he's a really nice option to go with and definitely one I would have in my wild card as well, all the way up until the World Cup. And then the final one we've got is Callum Wilson. This could kind of be any mid-price forward that you could want. Again, if you need money for this team, i downgrade Perisic, but you could also look to do Wilson to the likes of Dominic Solanke. You could have Ivan Tony in here as well, but Newcastle look like they're scoring goals for absolute fun, and Wilson is always involved when he is fit as well. So here's the one that leads line. The upcoming fixtures are okay for them, maybe not as good as the past couple, but I still think Newcastle will score goals over this run. So this is my wildcard draft. It's a sort of 3-4-3 three, three most weeks, but you could start Perisic here and there and play a 4-3-3 or a 4-4-2, depending on the fixtures, you can rotate them out. Again, one more time, if you do need money for this draft, I would downgrade Perisic to a cheaper defender that you are able to afford. Let me know what you think of this wildcard. If you haven't already, make sure to like the video, subscribe to Fancy Football Scout. Go and check out my own YouTube channel as well. Post videos three times a week, plus have a two-hour deadline stream every single week. Good luck in game week 10 when it does come around and I'll be back again next week.